Sports Radio 104.3 The Fan. Every Saturday morning, it's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Terry takes you inside the outdoors. You know, hunting, fishing, camping. It's Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. Now, celebrating 20 years of bringing the outdoors to Colorado Radio, here's Terry Wickstrom. All right, Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoke Fish Companies. I think we said that they're brought to us by Honey Smoke Salmon. We're also brought to you by Sun Power Sports. We're brought to you by lots of people. Fortunately, because of that, we can talk to this gentleman, Nate Zielinski. Good morning, Terry. How are you today? You know, I'm doing okay. I'm just uh, had a nice evening out with my uh, young bride. Well, she's not so young, but she's younger than me. Um, last night we went to and had a nice dinner, stayed down here. So I'm overly relaxed. So you're going to have to bring some energy to the show. I have the energy, Terry. I am calling from Blue Mesa Reservoir. And uh, I'll tell you what, uh, the folks uh, of all cities, I think we're supported by nine states of ice addiction here at Blue Mesa. Uh, I think we have zip codes from about 112 cities. Uh, these folks of this portion of the state right here are excited to be at Blue Mason Day. Uh, we started off with a beautiful morning and now snowing somewhat sideways. Um, and the best fishing we've ever had in an ice fishing tournament. In the first hour, uh, we weighed 140 fish. Um, so the fishing is just incredible. Uh, the people are excited. Uh, and we're just excited to be here. So it's a, it's a great day calling in from Blue Mason Reservoir uh, as the snow settles in. You know, I've fished Blue Mesa several times, but haven't for the most recent years. But I've caught lake trout and kokanee, rainbows, browns, even some perch there. What kind of fish are showing up for the tournament, Nate? You know, so far we've seen a lot of lake trout. We've seen a lot of browns, some rainbows, uh, and some kokanee salmon. We haven't seen a perch yet, but we've seen all four of the other species. Uh, you know, and Blue Mesa's fishing incredible. You know, the, the kokanee population's really bouncing back from what was, I mean, it was never bad, but it had a couple rougher years, but that population's back. The lake trout are obviously really good of all sizes, from young fish all the way up to the, the, the monsters that it's known for. Um, the kokanee, again, the kokanee are good, the rainbows are good, the browns are good, so it's really fishing well. And, you know, now, uh, now that we're halfway through the tournament, we're approaching the 200 fish mark, um, and people are excited. Most of the fish, I'd say the average lake of the day so far is probably coming in at that 16-inch mark. So a lot of those just nice, you know, pound-and-a-half lakers, um, lots of action. And, uh, you know, again, we're, so we're excited to be here. And uh, it's nice. This fishery right now, talk about diversity. Um, we're sitting at Iola. So we're sitting at the boat ramp at Iola, and we're sitting on a little over 16 inches of ice, hard, clear, rock-solid ice. But yet you go just west of the Elk Creek Marina, um, and you have open water. So we were talking to some of the guys up here from Gunnison Sports Outfitters, um, and these guys were guiding open water trips on their boats yesterday, um, catching big lake trout. So they're boating on the open water side, catching fish, and we're sitting on 16 inches of ice on the other side of the lake, uh, having an amazing ice fishing experience. So it's pretty neat to, to see both aspects of this. Yeah, Colorado's amazing. I tell people all the time that during the winter I can put my boat on the water. Of course, we have Pueblo, and, and I can ice fish within the same week, and people in Minnesota just shake their heads. One thing you mentioned that I want to point out to people, that they need to start getting familiar with Blue Mesa, because with those kokanee bouncing back, that was the feed that grew those giant lake trout. And with a good yep. population of lake trout, those kokanee coming back, we're going to see some monsters come out of there again. Oh, absolutely. You know, this place is known for those big fish. It has the genetics for those big fish. And like you said, when you have 
the, the population of kokanee increasing, it's going to do nothing more than, than really increase uh, the growth spurt of those bigger lake trout, uh, let alone the fact that a lot of these lake trout are learning to feed shallow and feed on rainbows. So you kind of have two food sources for them, um, and it grows them big. We, uh, we were actually doing some lake trout fishing before the tournament um, and gotten some very large fish. So uh, there's no doubt what, uh, what is currently the state record holder for fish, uh, I think, has the option to even beat its own record uh, and continue to produce those big fish for, uh, for a long period of time to come. Um, and I think the other big thing about talking about Blue Mesa, um, you, know, you look at Rifle Gap as a destination fishery um, for yellow perch. And you talk about other Western Slope facilities just like this. I mean, Blue Mesa literally has the, the availability to be a, a destination perch fishery. I mean, it, it's worth it to come here and dial in these big yellow perch um, and literally make the, the trip just for the perch, let alone all the other species that are here. So it's a uh, diversity as a fishery. Oh, it really is a great lake to fish, and that that um, that that rec state record you said was fifty pounds. That was no little lake trout, and I caught some huge browns out of there. I love to brown fish there in the fall. It's kind of it's kind of like it's kind of like bass fishing casting to the shore. Absolutely. So Nate, you you cut out a little bit on me, but let's try to get people up to date now. First of all, are you going to be doing any live Facebook broadcasts from the tournament? You know, our service is a little rough today. Our last tournament was on all of our live stuff from the tournament. Uh, but unfortunately, today, our signal is not quite good enough for the live feed. So right when we get into town this evening, uh, probably 3 o'clock in the Gunnison, we will be doing all of our updates, uh, tell everybody what the fight was, who's winning, and things like that. But uh, unfortunately, we won't get a lot of coverage out there until this evening. So uh, everybody listening to this show is the first one getting reports from the, from the event. That's awesome. So people that, you know, maybe can't get up to Blue Mesa now in time to there to see what's going on. What else is going on? What have you heard? You know, there's a lot of good fish, and I'll tell you, just like any spring, the second you start getting to February, even though it's still the, the heart of winter, um, it really starts to pre-spawn bite the walleyes. You know, you start looking at walleyes on, you know, the average front range lakes, Chatfield, Cherry Creek, Pueblo. You know, we see fish starting to spawn there in early March. Um, which puts you really in that, you know, that early to mid-February as a pre-spawn bite. And these fish really stack just as they would in like a May-June time period. A lot of people don't understand a pre-spawn bite, but it's basically the fish sliding somewhat out of their winter patterns and getting into a, a heavy forage state to bulk up before they go into the spawn. And with that said, you see the fish sitting on that semi-shallow structure. You know, a lot of times anywhere you would throw jigs again in May and June in that, you know, 10 to 16 feet of water on edges. That's the type of animals that hold a lot of fish in these lakes in this pre-spawn bite. Um, and that bite exists right now. So for lakes like Chatfield Cherry Creek that might be 50 to 80% open water where there's very little ice remaining, you can go out there and throw jigs and throw jerk baits um, and have a pretty phenomenal bite. We've been talking about that a lot just for the fact that if you are a front-range angler and you want to take advantage of the open water season since it's early this year, um, the walleye bites the one to choose. You know, the bass are going to hold deep for a while before they really come out of that water. They're in that, that shad-based type fishery, so they're going to hold deep for a while. Uh, but the walleyes are coming shallow, and it's, uh, it's a great time to hit those fish, as well as the big rainbows are going to come shallow after those big shads. You know, um, and, so the, the shallow water bite is one to be uh, beyond on the front range. For sure. Well, and we always talk, you know, we get asked so much about people say, well, you guys talk, I don't have a boat. Well, this is not a boat bite. You can't even launch a boat. This is a shore bite. In fact, I've had a few people um, 
messaged me on Facebook already showing me pictures of the walleyes that are catching from shore at Cherry Creek. So this is uh, the time when shore anglers actually have a better opportunity because you can't even get a boat out. 100%. And I think the opportunity is there. People, you know, look at your contour maps, even though you're a shore anger. Look where, where contours are going out from shore or brushing up and near shore. And if you line yourself up in the right contour, you can be very, very effective um, from shore. And, again, the two big topics, uh, you know, deeper diving jerk boots as well as a lot of the different jeep variations. So whether it's a, a twister tail or a paddle tail or some of the gulp products. Uh, but jigs and jerk baits right now, jerk baits and low light boots, jigs during the day, uh, you can catch a lot of walleye, and then your bycatch are going to be some pretty good big tunnels. So kind of keep that in mind as, as that open water season is somewhat approaching on the front range. Um, and you also can't forget about the ice fishing in the village, because again, you look at lakes like 11 Mile, and as we approach the pre-spawn bite for the big rainbows, uh, which is really just starting in here right now, we always say Valentine's Day is the kickoff for that, um, as that approaches, you have opportunity for some giant rainbows through the ice uh, in some of those more natural lakes where you have some spawning fish. So again, a bite to, to always keep in mind as, as you go forth. Now, there's lots of, we're running out of time, Nate, because we have an abbreviated show today, but there's lots going on. People want results from your tournament or get some updates on what's going on around or book a guide trip. How do they get a hold of you? You know, you can go to our website as well as Facebook. Our tournament results will go to Facebook first. This is easiest for us to update it while we're traveling. Uh, so I will probably be spending the night in Gunnison just because of the, the severe weather. Um, so, again, check out Facebook. Go to Tightline Outdoors on Facebook. You can see the tournament results, learn a lot about what we're doing. Uh, we'll kind of do a general recap, and then always you want to book a guide trip, go to the website, tightlineoutdoors.com, learn all the information, and uh, we are definitely booking all of our trips for the open water season, uh, and they're going fast. So definitely get a hold of us. If you want to go out, we would, uh, we'd love to spend a day on the water again and educate you on what we know. All right, Nate, thank you. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. You bet. Nate Zielinski. Terry Wicks from Outdoors is brought to you in part by Honey Smoked Fish Company's Smoked Salmon. The secret is in the fire. Terry Wickstrom Outdoors is brought to you in part by Sun Power Sports, Colorado's largest ATV and motorcycle dealer. I want to go right to the phones because we have an abbreviated show today. And joining us is fisherman extraordinaire J.R. Pierce. Good morning, J.R. Morning, Terry. Thank you for that. Well, from the pictures you sent me, I might as well start acknowledging it. But you better, my phone better ring when those bass get going. Yeah, go ahead and send me an acknowledgement, Terry. I thought maybe you were mad. <laughs> hey, we only we're gonna we got to kind of hustle a little bit, but Jr. We want to talk about a couple things here. Uh, every year, you guys do shotgun leagues out at um, at Colorado Clays, and I want you to tell us about that. And then you're going to do some other leagues too. So tell us a little bit about this. Well, thanks for bringing that up, Terry. So uh, in case there's uh, somebody that does not know what we do here. Uh, I got to start there, Terry. So Colorado Clays is, of course, you know, Colorado's premier public shooting facility. Uh, we feature, of course, our state-of-the-art rifle and pistol range, um, beautiful facility, seven ATA-certified trap fields, uh, one trap, and we've talked about this, dedicated just for training, and that is a great tool for, you know, anywhere from beginners on up. Uh, two NSSA certified skeet fields with wobble trap overlays. And of course, you know, the upland bird hunters, that's a dream for their hunt preparation. And then of course our beautiful one of a kind 15 station sporting place course. 
So anyway, Terry, back to Wednesday nights at Colorado Clays. Uh, each year, you know, usually middle of March, when that time changes, uh, Colorado Clays starts staying open till seven o'clock, which it not only allows our customers some extra time to enjoy our sporting clays and rifle range, but it also accommodates our long tradition of Wednesday night trap leagues. And new, of course, for 2018, as you brought up, we're going to be starting a Wednesday night pistol league. So in our trap league, uh, this is not just great practice and fun and competition. Um, you know, and it's, it's set up in a fashion that allows anyone with any skill level uh, to compete and possibly win. So even someone as yourself could really get into that. Careful, theory. careful. Yeah, okay. But you know what? More important, our Wednesday nights is a family and friends night. Our teams are formed of literally families, groups of friends, uh, company, associates, uh, and such like that. And we're going to go ahead and model our, our spring pistol league in the same way. We want this to be a fun night. Um, so starting March 21st, 2018, this is going to be a 12-week-long league. So every Wednesday night uh, from 5 to 7 o'clock, and, of course, you'll call out to get your time slot, um, it's basically going to be each person is going to shoot a 20-round um, group, 10 shots at 5 yards, 10 shots at 15 yards, and there's going to be like a, a 30-second per five-shot five limit, so it keeps everybody in the same time frame. And a total of 30 minutes per relay, meaning we'll do 30-minute uh, time sessions depending on what your work schedule allows. And the cool thing about this, Terry, is we're setting this up in a Lewis class format. So we're going to shoot through the whole league. At the end, we will take our scores top to bottom, divide them by three, and each class um, – you will have have a payoff for that first group in their class, not knowing till the end where you stand or what's going to happen. So this makes it really fun. It's going to be a center fire only and a factory ammo only. So there's not going to be anybody with specialty loads or, or of any kind. This is really truly going to be another fun Wednesday night for everybody. It's only twenty bucks each week. Five dollars of that goes back to the class as payout money, and we're hoping we're going to end up with some sponsors on board and uh, end up with even more goodies at the end. The targets will be included, and we're going to have to limit to about forty shooters to make it all happen so um this is going to be a great time and i encourage anyone that uh, wants to get on it to give us a call or an email you know all kidding aside the pistol is one where i might be able to compete as long as you don't let karen shoot against me <laughs> she just well, Terry, she yeah, eats my lunch on a pistol range right right <laughs> well like i said uh, i know your excuse bag's pretty deep so <laughs> hey, when she's not along, I shoot much higher scores. Yeah, we'll join the club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, we'll go there, and we'll, sh we'll finish shooting with our, our self-defense guns, and I'll, you know, shoot a fairly quick group, and, you know, maybe they we're out 25 feet, maybe shoot a group the size of my fist shooting pretty rapidly, mm -hmm. and then she steps up, and she shoots, like, four or five holes that overlap. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, I see it all the time, Terry, and I'll tell you, um, you know, some people listen, and some people think they know everything. That's part of it. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> no, nothing against you. We're going to end this call pretty soon because I think that's the third time you've ripped me. Nah, I'm just <laughs> having fun with you. you know, I know you are. Note, Terry, I would like to say, you know, people coming to, to Colorado Clays, uh, our staff is um, 
uh, as professional and knowledgeable as anyone out there, and we always um, try and help people improve their shooting skills, you know, while still just enjoying uh, doing it. So uh makes for a great time, and you can really learn by coming to Colorado Clays, too. Well, and I'll take a 30 seconds here and say that you guys are some of the nicest people we've ever dealt with. The whole group out there, we have so much fun. I know we banter back and forth, and we have a good time, but you just... You're so friendly. You treat people so well. There's no reason for people not to at least come out and kick the tires and see what the, the place is about. If you're into any kind of shooting sports, you're going to find something there that you're going to love. It's just a great facility. All kidding aside, people could do, they couldn't do any better than shooting at Colorado Clays. JR, we've got to run, but thank you so much. If they need more information, coloradoclays.com. Yep, and you know what, Terry? Uh, feel free to take the virtual tour and take a look at the place. Um, we welcome everyone, and we look forward to seeing you. Well, and like any other activity, leagues just add another element of fun, and you can get a group of friends, and it's just a, the camaraderie is just great. Thank you, JR. Thank you, Terry. You bet. That was JR. We're going to wrap things up here. We have an abbreviated show today because um, – uh, we're, uh, Jerry Walter is going to join us at 10.30 broadcasting live from the Golf Expo. So you want to stay tuned for that. And then after that, we're going to have the Air Force lacrosse game. We will be back to our full 9 to 11 slot next week. And we're going to have a whole, full show for you, but I won't be here for it. Brad Peterson is going to be hosting that. So <clears throat> tune in and support Brad. I'll be back the week after that. And, of course, as always, Follow us on Facebook at Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. We post so much there that in reference to this show. And on, on that, you'll find a link to my column in the Denver Post and a link to our television shows posted on our YouTube channel. So lots of information on Terry Wickstrom Outdoors. You're listening to uh, 104.3 The Fan, and we will let the music take us to the Golf Expo and Jerry Walters. I had to stop for the night. There she stood in the doorway. Mission Bay.